0: Hello and welcome to Nathan Lott's Apple Thoughts. On today's episode, I'm going to be talking about health. But before I get there, I want to share some feedback that I've received on some of the episodes. On episode three, when I talked about Apple One, I got a comment from Sean, and actually Sean is the one who has commented on episodes 3, 2, and 1 that I'm going to be talking about. But on Apple One, he says, I haven't really looked into Apple One yet. Only paying 99 cents for iCloud Drive right now, so Apple's going to have to convince me why I need to pay for all those other services, even as part of a bundle. Control A seems interesting. If I ever think of a good use for it, I will try it out. So I'm going to talk a little bit more about Apple One in a minute after feedback. But I can understand that everyone has different financial needs and all of that. So I can understand not wanting to jump in the bundle. On episode two, the one about HomeKit, he says, I bought him a Ross smart plug to use with an electric kettle. Setup was pretty easy in the HomeKit app but HomeKit keeps telling me the plug needs an update, which has to be done through the Miros app. When I launch the Miros app, there's nowhere to update. I name the switch Kettle, and if I tell Siri Kettle On, it often thinks I'm saying Cattle On or Cattle Land. May rename the kettle to something Siri can better understand. Maybe Teapot? I don't know. And finally, on Episode 1 Introduction, Jen, which is his wife, just got a 16-gigabyte M1 Mac Mini. It has some odd quirks, but it's working well for her, for the most part. I got a HomePod Mini a couple months ago and like it better than the Sonos Play 3 I used to have. I have had some quirks with my Mac Mini as well, M1 Mac Mini. I have caused it to crash twice. The first time, I know I completely overdid things. I had Zoom going uh, with a Toastmasters meeting, and I was trying to record my speech with ScreenFlow, and I had another app that I might talk about sometime later called Reincubate Camo, which turns the iPhone into a webcam. Plus, I think I had several other apps open, and it completely overwhelmed the system and crashed. Second time, I had nowhere near as much going on, and it, it still crashed. I see a my monitor turn green, and then the computer resets, so that's kind of weird. And I said that I had some notes about Apple One. We're heading into the summer, and I'm not going to be getting as much of a regular paycheck, so I decided to downgrade from the premier plan, to the family plan so from $30 a month to $20 a month. I'm gonna lose news and Apple Fitness which are probably my least used of the services. I'm going to keep Arcade and Apple just recently a couple of weeks ago added a whole lot of new games to Apple Arcade. I'm going to keep music and I really do need 200 gigabytes of iCloud because I'm using about 163 currently and then Apple TV. So now let's move on to the topic for this week and that is health and I want to start with the health app and so when you open up the health app you get a summary page and this includes your favorites. When you're in the browse section, you can add each of these different things as your favorite. But since I have an Apple Watch, activity is at the top. I have flights climbed, sleep, steps, my weight, highlights. And I really like this highlights section because it shows trends. So for sleep, I can see a graph for hours, days, weeks, months, and years. And I see averages. So my heart rate ranged from 51 to 80 minutes beats per minute while I was asleep. And during workouts, my heart rate was 95 to 117 beats per minute during my recent walk. In workouts, it says I worked out for an average of 27 minutes in the last seven days, which isn't good. I need to work out more. And I averaged about 5,715 steps a day over the last seven days. So I really like these averages. And then a lot of really nice graphs, both bar and line graphs as well. The next tab is Browse, and here you can choose by health categories. So activity, body measurements, cycle tracking for women, hearing, heart, mindfulness. That's the Breathe app and Calm and those kind of meditation apps. Mobility, nutrition, respiratory, sleep, symptoms, vitals, and other data. If you are with a company that produces health records that works with Apple, then you can add your even your health records and add an account through the health app. The one I I use through my doctor I don't think is in here. In each one of these health categories, so like in activity, you have activity, active energy, stand minutes, resting energy, stand hours, and so on. Each one of these can be added to your favorites so that when you open the app, they're all under summary. In the first tab at the very top of the screen is your avatar or picture it's very tiny and it's above the search bar and if you tap on that you get your own health details that you've entered in and if you haven't you can edit that and enter those in as well as your medical ID and I would suggest filling this out I it says that I'm an organ donor and it will show up in the emergency calls in the lock screen. So a if something happens to me an EMS knows to get my phone, swipe over to the emergency screen and then at the bottom is medical ID. And it shows my medications, weight, height, and a couple of emergency contacts for them to contact. Under features, you have a health checklist. So you get headphone notifi- notifications if You've been listening to loud headphone audio for a long time, and you can enable that. You have, of course, medical ID, which I just talked about, emergency SOS on the iPhone and the Apple Watch. So if you tap the side button and the up volume button at the same time, then you can get to either your medical ID or emergency SOS, which will call 911 for you. Some things are Apple Watch only like fall detection, heart rate, low and high heart rate notifications, irregular rhythms, ECG, cardio fitness levels, noise, and hand washing. I have a series 4 Apple Watch so blood oxygen is unavailable to me. Again, you can access your health record if you have a doctor or medical company that supports that is supported by Apple. You can register for organ donation as well. And then you have all of the apps and you can either give them access or or not give them access to read and write health information. And I'm going to be talking about some apps today that integrate with with health and so in fact all of the ones I'm going to talk about integrate with health so let's start with the first one and that is my smart scale which is by Eufy Life E-U-F-Y I have a Eufy smart scale and I weigh myself every Monday morning first thing in the morning, and I have a reminder set with do du, D-U-E, which I've talked about in the habit tracking episode. You do have to get on it barefoot. You can't be wearing socks because it gets a lot of information from your skin. So it tells you your BMI and body fat percentage, as well as a lot of other stuff. I don't know whether it's accurate or not. There's trends and graphs of your weight. It gives you a history of your readings and it integrates with health, the main health app. So when I say BMI, body fat and a lot of other stuff, here are some of the other stuff it it tries to give you like body fat percentage, water, muscle mass, bone mass, visceral fat, lean body mass, body fat mass, bone mass and muscle mass. I don't know how it can get that from just your bare skin, but, and I don't really know how accurate any of that is. Mainly I want to know, keep track of my weight and my BMI and look at trends. Another area of health that I've been doing forever is sleep. I've done a video on all the different or a lot of the different sleep apps. And the one I've decided to land on is one called Sleepwatch. I like that when you open it up, it asks you, when you woke up this morning, how did you feel? Did you got completely relaxed, somewhat relaxed, or completely awake, somewhat awake, or not awake at all? It tracks how long you slept and how much restful sleep you get. And it gives you a graph of your restful, light, and disruptive sleep. Another thing it does is how much your heart rate dipped. So using the Apple Watch, it gauges your heart rate right through the night. And a the lower the dip, the better it is for your long-term health. I also like some of the trend notifications that you get with it. Like, we noticed when you close your exercise rings, you sleep better. Although that may be kind of a duh moment, but it is a good motivator to exercise so that I can get better sleep. The next app I want to talk about is calorie. And calorie is a calorie tracker. You track what foods that you eat. And I've tried a lot of these, or at least three. Lose it, my fitness pal, and now calorie. I didn't know if I liked calorie at first, but I have since I have a year subscription to it, I've decided that I was going to use it primarily for a whole year. And as I use it, I add, keep adding more foods to the to the database. So I really have built the database up and the database was already pretty good to begin with. I do like that it works in iOS and now on M1 Macs because there are some apps iOS apps that work with the M1 chip now and Calorie is one of those. So it's kind of helpful to use the Mac to add foods as well as the iPhone. It really does have a decent sized database of foods and it has a barcode scanner for those processed or store-bought foods that you want to add. Another thing that I just discovered is if you have the same meal for lunch, breakfast, or dinner, you can copy it from a previous day. So if you're in your food diary and you hold down the plus sign next to breakfast, lunch, or dinner, or a snack then you get two options. Quick add, copy to, or copy from. If it's blank, then you just get quick add or copy from, and then you can copy from yesterday or whenever that you had the exact same meal. So that is a pretty handy trick to save some time on getting those calories entered. Again, this is another thing that I use do for, D-U-E, it's the only way that I can stay on top of my food tracking, so I have reminders for Monday through Friday at six thirty in the morning to add my breakfast and lunch because I have the same thing for lunch every day uh, on the week. Wait on the weekdays, and then it's different on the weekends. And then at six thirty, I add in snack and dinner. The last category I want to talk about is the plus plus apps. I just call it this because they all end with plus plus. And there are a bunch of them. There's Pedometer Plus Plus, which has a nice bright bar graph and big numbers of your pedometer, your step count movements, which you could just get from the health app but this gives you a nice big interface t- to read it. I also like that you can scroll back a long way and see your steps for many many days in- into the past which is really nice. In the settings you can set your daily step goals and your units in either miles or kilometers. I haven't merged my Apple watch data so I get a better overall view of my activity and it gives an automatic distance estimation you can allow for rest days and even if you're in a wheelchair you can set it into wheelchair mode another one is sleep plus plus and this is a little bit different a lot simpler than sleep watch which is the one I talked about it just gives you a blue bar of your night's sleep and every time there's some restlessness you see these uh, white lines down the blue bar so the blue bar is horizontal and the white lines are vertical. And then when you're awake, you see like the a separation between the blue bars. It tells you your restful, restless, and awake times, your whole sleep time, and when you got your best sleep. There are also graphs and trends, which is useful also. So nightly trends, sleeping heart rate. All in these nice line and bar graphs and a consistency score for when you hit your bedtime. Workouts. Now I use the workout app on the Apple watch too whenever I take a walk. You can use workouts plus plus instead but you don't get the nice map view that you do in the uh, Apple one and the Apple one tends to of course integrate better with with everything. I do wish that some of the configurations that you can do in Workout Plus Plus were added to the built-in Apple one, such as your your move minutes, exercise and stand minutes while while you are doing a workout. It doesn't make sense that those are kind of missing from the built-in workout app. And they have a bunch of different metric layouts you can use. But like I said, I think Apple's built-in Workout app integrates better, and that's why I choose to use it instead of Workouts++. But Workouts++ does see what the Apple Workout app shows and will compile a list of all of those workouts that you did in the Apple Workout app so that you can see those those graphs of heart rate, speed, active calories, and elevation, as well as your map view of where you walk, directly taken from Apple's workout app. And again, you have all of your pre-recorded routes. So it's really interesting that it shows kind of a heat map and just a mass of lines for where you walk. And for me, it is primarily my neighborhood. So there's all sorts of colors in, in my neighborhood on pretty much every street that I've hit walking around. The last one is my Trends++. And my Trends will show you how, much, how many days you've hit your Apple Watch goals. So, for example, I have closed every, rings, every ring on my Apple Watch for four days in a row. I have hit my move goal for 19 days in a row, my exercise ring for five days in a row, and my stand ring for 97 days in a row. But since I'm a substitute teacher, I do stand a lot, which is why that is so much higher than everything else. You get some nice bar and line graphs as well, either yearly or monthly. And you can see for all, for mo- just for move, goals for just for exercise goals or just for stand goals and everything the trends are circled with these boxes and it it tells you how how many days you accomplished a certain goals like the closing every rings four days and then a couple of days where i didn't and then 13 days where i closed them all again one day that i did not four days that i did and so on And you can go back as far as you've been using these uh, the Apple Watch and tracking all of this information. Finally, my app of the week this week is Hidgets. So in iOS 14, Apple added the ability to make widgets on the home screen. And Hidgets, as you might guess, is a combination of health and widgets. So you can have widgets for weight, heart rate, blood oxygen, steps, active energy, distance, sleep, mindful minutes, water, and blood glucose. I have one for weight and active energy so that on my home screen it shows the latest weight. You can customize small or medium-sized widgets, and you can customize the appearance so they have a different few different color options and when you tap it it can either open in the Hidget's app or in the health app itself and as always i will have a video talking more about the app of the week and showing some of the different features of it but you customize the appearance in the Hidget's app and then you can choose those in when you go into the widgets area on your phone, in order to add those into your onto your home screen. And that's going to do it for this episode. This is a little bit longer than usual, but I do like the ability to track all these different facets of my health, and I just think it's kind of fascinating to see these numbers over time. And I really like that more apps are starting to look at trends rather than just collecting numbers and seeing for example that within the last month or so this is what you were doing and or within the last week you exercised this many minutes and we noticed that when you exercise more you get better sleep and so on. So those kind of connections are really really neat and I hope that they do a lot more of that in the future. I got some great comments from Sean that I read out at the beginning of the show. And you can comment on the blog if you go to nlat.me and you can add your own. Sean has also made a lot of comments on my YouTube channel at youtube.com slash Nathan Lott where I have been posting my apps of the week every week. You can also email me at nathanlott at icloud.com. Thank you for listening, and I'll talk to you next time.